0: Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the fall issue of EV World's Enhanced Media portion. I'm Adam Alec, I'm the Managing Editor, and I'm here to bring you more of my conversation with James Carter. He's a Principal Consultant at Vision Mobility, and I asked him to speak about the fact that some people have negative opinions about electric vehicles. Many are bringing up the fact that these are being rushed, or there's damage to the environment, or the fact that people just are not educated enough to make it a smart decision about buying an electric vehicle they feel it's being forced upon them. So I asked Carter what he thought and how he felt about the portrayal that some are making about electric vehicles.
1: Yeah, I think there's a bit of negative hyperbole there, but I'm not sure that typically new car buyers would really think about all of those things. In, in my experience, I was at Toyota for 19 years and I was at sales side out with dealers for five years and with product side as well. So typically I think you're going to think, th- the buyer, th- these are the buyers that are going to think about how much does it cost to run? do I like it does it look cool does it fit my needs and i think furthermore that they'll ask questions like about the battery and battery replacement and that that's a fairly normal type of conversation mm. not much of a common typically if you're leasing the vehicle it typically won't be much of a conversation because it's always within warranty Typically, people who are buying it for a long term will start to ask those questions. But I think from a new car buyer's side, and you can see a 8-year, 160,000-kilometer warranty attached with that ba- battery. Mm-hmm. You say that, and people are, oh, whatever. <laughs> this is fine. Right? <laughs> I think the, the, the issue for you is what happens once they sell that car, or second, or third, or the fourth right. owner, and it's out of warranty, then what happens? Right. It goes back mm-hmm. to some of those things.
0: I like the words you use, negative hyperbole. Do you feel that there's been... Because I feel like there's either there's kind of two camps here. There's kind of those who, like, EVs, electrification, a <laughs> no. minute, good environment, good investment, gas mileage, whatever it might be. And there's the other one, the negative hyperbole sort of thing, where, you know, wh- one with the power grid, one with the fuel tax. Do you feel like there are two distinct camps here? And um, why do you perhaps think that maybe there is this negative hyperbole that that exists?
1: Yeah, look, I'm, there's always a bit of a, how do I put it, pa- perhaps an alignment with culture, politics, belief systems that, that all plays into that. And Perhaps uh, an electric vehicle is seen more as a a progressive thing than that. But I think really we're starting to see, particularly fleets, care about this. They'll just say, how long will it last? What's my TCO? does it do the job. Mm -hmm. And once they answer those things and and they have that happen in front of them, all that other stuff, as long as they can be proved out that it works, and and the only way really to prove it out is by other fleets. Mm -hmm. And and we're starting to see fleets prove it out, prove make it happen. So those... Those negative hyperbole really don't make as much sense when we start to look at what's actually happening in the real world with fleets who've taken these up and bought hundreds of these vehicles. It's not the same thing.
0: Just because Canada's so closely tied to the U.S., how do you see trends uh, taking place here compared to there? Because it seems like we're on a bit of a, not a divergence path, but so it seems like Canada's moving this way and the U.S. is maybe, maybe slowly following along, but maybe not on the exact same path. How do you see the key EV market developing when we're so close to the US, that may not be able to be either
1: as fast or maybe slightly in a different direction. So I think. And Europe is just another yeah, planet. Yeah, another planet, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it's worth having a look at on a little bit more regional basis with, with what's happening in North America. And like everywhere, it's different. So you have California, and that tends to, to drive what's happening with the rest of the US. They tend to be way out in front where the rest of the country is and it? the rest of the country catches up and mm-hmm. it's always been that way it's, and clean vehicle regulation. You've got California, they've got 18%, 19% EV adoption. You've got Middle America where it's two and then you've got the East Coast where it's you know around 10 and, and the same thing happens with Canada. You've got BC who's got around 20% new vehicle adoption, Quebec with around 15 Ontario with about five and everywhere else <laughs> is, no, everybody is like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a very regional thing. And you're seeing those progressive movers really, I think, pull the rest of the country forward, and that happens both in, in in Canada and the U.S. So it's almost more of a regional disparity between Canadian provinces and a regional disparity between U.S. states than I think than it is because much of Canada adopts the regulations that that, that California does. It tends to follow that, or has anyway. I, I think it's more aligned with that. The other thing that's a little bit diffuse case, America on average, does the highest amount of kilometers of anyone in the world. Like, it's a third higher than Canada. I mean, you talk to people down there, hello, like, going us in the car and drive. That, that happens. And so I think that will alter the use case a little bit as well. Um, now, depending on what sort of vehicle you have, what sort of EV you have, you're going to be more open to doing that sort of mileage too. Tesla's done a very good job of making sure that fast charging stations are everywhere ubiquitous, user-friendly plug charge. Others have not done quite a good job. There's a little bit of that in there as well.
0: And that was James Carter. He's the principal consultant at Vision Mobility, chatting to us about negative hyperbole in reaction to electric vehicles, as well as regional issues between Canada and the U.S. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Enhanced Media portion of EV World's fall issue, and we'll talk to you again soon.